everyone. Welcome to episode two of the 20-something podcast. Today, we were going to talk about how it feels or how our 20s felt to us from the early, middle, and later stages, but our conversation kind of ended up focusing around the topic of how our childhoods have affected our decision-making and how we moved through our 20s. So bear with us. It's a little bit all over the place, but let's be realistic. We're just putting topics out there and seeing what works. So if you're interested, keep on listening. But I do think there's a a reality of who we are and how we approach things that's very different due to the trauma that has been experienced and the way that we've decided to deal with it specifically in our 20s. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I do think there's a power in in, like I said, not the nitty gritty details, but in the aftermath of like how it is to be 20 and dealing with all of this shit. Again, for lack of a better term. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking shit on top of just like trying to graduate college and get a job and be an adult and move forward and not just move forward but like excel and create our future and the fucking empire we want to build <laughs> you know so it's kingdom. Like it's a fucking kingdom bitches um and it all just intertwines together so i don't know how we don't talk about some of it yeah no yeah we're just gonna we're gonna go right into early 20s here then let's do it in college you know I took a year off after college which was a great choice for me I really got to center in on what I wanted out of life and what degree I wanted to go for and where I wanted to be and I ended up in Kansas um and I ended up in a on a floor uh, where we all got along very well and I wasn't I wasn't alone you know I made friends and I was actually you know engaging in a part of life that had never been a part of my life before I really think that that's where my journey started with processing my mm-hmm. own childhood was you know getting kind of put in that situation that I never thought I would be in, you know, and and learning in that environment in a completely new state where they had completely different values and like trying to find, um, I, you know, I started going to church. I started learning more about Christianity and the Bible. And I started, you know, I was surrounded by it. It's the Bible belts that I was living in. And it was a new set of kind of tools for me to start opening up that door 
I felt like a safer place to start looking at what happened to me. Um, and there was definitely a lot of learning from being in that environment and that like religious space because I'd never been in that kind of space before. I agree with what you're saying of my early 20s is when I really began to process my childhood mm-hmm. trauma. And um, because it was the first time that I was ever away from the place where the trauma was happening. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think that I got to detach from that. Reflecting on my first year of college, that's I was 18 when I started university, I went right in after high school so I guess this isn't about 20 something but it it leads to that also um I tried to detach so hard that I would never call my mom I would never call and I remember to this day having hearing my mom like send me a voicemail and it being like why don't you call me like I miss you and all this stuff and it's because I was trying to detach from that place and trying to start my new life I was finally away from home and you know trying to be an adult and and live my life and away from that place and um that was obviously I feel bad about it and I didn't feel great about it in the moment either but I do think it was necessary for me to have that space to be able to kind of try to figure out who I am outside of my hometown and I am this child that has so much trauma. I feel like I just keep saying trauma, trauma, trauma. I don't know what other words to use in this circumstance, but um, yeah. And then leading into my my later years of college when I was in my 20s, I feel that's when I really started to figure things out because the first two years, it took me four years to graduate to get a bachelor's degree. And the first two years, it was a lot of like, you're living on campus, everything's crazy, everything's new, living with hundreds of people in this dorm area and you're never alone and you're partying and trying to go to class, trying to learn things. And it's all kind of a a hot mess, to be honest. Um, And then the second two years is when I lived off campus. So I kind of got to detach from that um, atmosphere and start to really, you know, look within and see who I am as a person and kind of figure out who I want to be. I remember like, Because my last two years of college, I did not spend at the university. I ended up switching to online school so that I could come back home because my family was going through some stuff. 
And so I came back home, but it didn't last long. Um, Cause similar to like, you are wanting to leave and detach from your hometown. I still very much did not want to live here um, in our hometown. And so I, there was a lot of running away. There's a lot of running away in my early twenties, but there were so many scenarios where I was trying to deal with things I'd gone through, but then not wanting to deal with things I'd gone through. And so I'd run away and I didn't want to be here. So I got an internship and I left and I moved in with you. And then I stayed because I didn't want to come back. And mind you, I was in a relationship <laughs> where he lived here and I, I mean, I, I, you know, it had nothing to do with him. I just really didn't want to be here. And so after the internship ended, I was like, Ooh, Annette, I'm staying. <laughs> I don't want to go back. <laughs> I really don't want to go back. And then eventually you graduated and we both ended up moving back here in our more towards our mid twenties. Um, and I graduated, then I graduated and then that relationship ended not well. And that brought a lot of stuff up for me. And it was like, you're running away. Isn't working, but what did I do? I ran again, <laughs> I ran away again. <laughs> and I just kept, and I went like far this time. I went hella far to like the cold, coldest place I could think of in the tiniest town. And I learned a lot there and I had a wonderful job and it was a wonderful experience for what it was. But I also had some of the worst panic attacks and just a lot, like, it doesn't matter how far, how fast you run, you're always going to catch up to yourself. And I hit myself hard like I just smacked into a wall it's like a ghost coming back into their body it was like (laughs) um so there was a lot of that a lot of just feeling lost and kind of chaotic and not knowing what to do with what was happening and so I just kind of go take a job somewhere else and then go to that place yeah the first two years of college was definitely about running away and trying to get as far away as possible so I could start my new life fresh and run away from my problems. And then the second two years, the problems that I had within myself would arise within friendships a lot, I feel. Um, Trying to make myself, uh, I wanted to surround myself with a large group of friends and feel like I belonged because I don't think I, ever in my life felt like I belonged anywhere or was like loved and and wanted by anyone other than like you and your mom Mm. um so I got into a couple different groups of friends and I mean those relationships taught me a lot do I think they were the best for me absolutely not um I think that's when I was really struggling with wanting to feel wanted and included and um, just deserving of positive attention mm-hmm. and not, not of negative attention. And um, 
I learned a lot through that. And in that last year of college is when I met my partner that I still have to this day. <laughs> and um, then that goes into mid twenties, which the mid twenties was a lot of moving around because I graduated with a degree in ecology. So I had to take a lot of seasonal jobs so yeah, I would work for months at a time. I lived in Nevada, I lived in Washington, and then, you know, just moved around. At some point, I moved back in with my parents, and um, yeah, so a lot of that was me, I think, kind of starting that cycle over again of, like, I'm going somewhere to start my new life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah. Do you think like because you moved back here like in your hometown and then you'd run away again like that it was like starting is that what you're saying like it's restarted that detachment process of like oh I gotta redo this again. I think so yeah I don't think I knew it at the time but yeah I mean reflecting upon it it's like yeah I did obviously to me as a person traveling was very important I want to see a lot of the world not because I'm trying to run away from Mm -hmm. anything but because I have such genuine interest in learning about other people other cultures different places in the U.S. I want to see as much as I can see and I think I kind of blamed or not blamed but I used that as an excuse for why I needed to move around so much um And sure, a lot of it was for work and working in my field is really hard, but um, I probably could have found other ways to, to stay where I was, but that's just not what ended up happening. (laughs) Well, it's like that, uh, it's a, it's like a layered thing because there were very real reasons why. I I know I left and I know you left like I had a hard time finding a job where I was living and the only job that was attainable in my mind at the time was at this place but it was also a great reason to not deal with what I was doing and not you know like it was a very valid reason a very valid thing that was happening on top of this other thing that was also happening and like perpetuating that cycle yeah yeah there were a lot of layers. It's never black and white in life. Cassidy and I like to refer to layers of emotions or layers of trauma as the onion. <laughs> Peel back that onion. Peel back that onion layer. It's a potent one. <laughs> She's a real potent onion, guys. <laughs> this is what your 20s is for learning all this stuff and going through these choices, like you've never had to do it on this level before. And so you've got to go through this process and you've got to open the door. You've got to step through the door and you have to make the choices and you have to make the mistakes or else you're never going to get to the other thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you also have to like, start getting honest with yourself. And I feel like I, I, you know, in my mid twenties, I stepped through the door. I'm really starting to see stuff. I'm really starting to ask questions. I started asking questions about my life, about 
just my childhood wanting to learn more and wanting to know more and feeling like there were things I didn't know that I should know um and and trying to like step into all of that yeah yeah I agree I think I think the asking questions is a big one like really mid-20s stepping through that door and really starting to process and figure out like okay wow like this is how this has affected me and really beginning that reflection process of this is why I behave this way this is why I do this and then now in the late 20s or beginning of the late 20s I should say is when I feel like I'm almost reliving some things Mm. um obviously not to that extent but just it like comes up in a moment and I'm like oh and I can see that I can see that it's not because obviously I now I'm in a safe place very safe loving environment and I I'm really I feel very fortunate to be in the place that I'm in right now because I have a safe and loving environment to process all of that and to learn how it has truly affected me and what I still hold on to to this day and why it makes me act towards certain people that way why it makes me act towards my partner in certain ways the next layer of the onion right you started asking the questions and I feel like I'm starting to get some answers Mm -hmm. to some degree in 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 that, like, I feel like universe, my mind, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, um, they're kind of going, do you really want to know the answer? You know, like, I'm, I'm going to set it up for you. I'm going to put it in front of you. Here's the next thing. Here's the next story. You really want the answers to your questions? And as like, and I, I mean, as every individual person we have to decide if we're ready to hear that answer and to know the why behind why we're doing things the benefit of doing it now is like if you choose to and if you're ready to um because obviously each each person in each story and each thing that you guys have gone through is your own um and it's difficult and and each thing's going to be you know one thing may be easy one thing may not be but you know being able to step into that thing of oh you know universe is setting it up for me am I ready to actually like start that you know hit play am I ready to step into that and actually see why I do shit and this isn't to say it's like a one and done process this is just a life thing yeah the earlier the better more layers of onion the harder it's gonna be later and yeah and that's not to say that you can't start later obviously I think at whatever point in your life that you do decide that you're ready to open that door and really process your trauma whether it's in your 20s 30s 40s 50s whenever is when it's you know it's right when it's right for you 
but if you're aware of it then I think you should start as soon as possible because (laughs) it's only going to get harder there's always going to be something in life that'll make things come up for you whether you realize it or not I do feel like my late 20s has been stepping into my own confidence stepping into my body and seeing a lot of that come into its own um and now just really being able like I said to step into the rest of it but there is a really cool piece of because I feel like with your early 20s and your mid 20s it's it feels like jumbly you know it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know where any of this is going. I don't know what any choice I'm going to make is going to end up. I have no reference to how any of these could end up. So you're just kind of like, oh, I guess over here is great. Sure. Let's go that way, you know? And then, you know, that, that road, you just kind of go down it and then you go, oh God, no, I don't want this road anymore. Nope. Nope. I'm going to go take that right turn. That'd be great. Let's go. Um, and and it feels like a lot of that, but there's a really cool moment in your late twenties where you actually get to see some results and that's a cool feeling. Yeah. Like, Oh, I actually get to see where my decisions have led now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have more information. Yeah. I feel much more capable. I understand more of who I am and what I need when I'm okay what I need when I don't feel like I'm doing okay what I need more of what I need less of I just feel like I understand myself more and like you mentioned I feel more confident more stable a piece of me I feel like in my early and mid-20s where I like there's so many things I didn't like about myself I wish I was more this you know I wish I was more maybe like graceful because I'm a fucking klutz. Um, or I wish I had a better reaction when it came to this emotion. Or I wish I was better at making quick decisions. I'm, uh, but I'm not. Like these are not things that I am. And I, I feel like in the beginning of my 20s, I was always thinking like, oh, if I could only do that and I try to like fit myself into that box, right? Like I I try to make a quicker decision or I try to act myself into being more graceful and it just would never pan out because it's not who I am. But now I actually feel more like accepting of those pieces of myself of like, no, I need to take, I have to sleep on a decision. That's how I function. I cannot be in a meeting and just make a quick choice unless I like really have to, obviously. But if I can have a night to think on it, I will. And if I still feel the same way in the morning, then I'll go for it. But I need that process. And I'm, I accept that about myself. I accept that about myself <laughs> and it's okay. And I break wine glasses and that's just life. <laughs> I just have a lot of feelings because it's a very beautiful conversation to have. So I have emotion about that. I'm also just a weepy person in general. And I'm learning to accept that about myself more is I weep at everything, at happy things, at sad things, funny things. I weep and I can't help it. 
my coworker loves to make fun of me because I cry when I see bunnies eating flowers and <laughs> if I think too much about nature I start weeping because it's so beautiful <laughs> so I think that's where I'm at it's like I have a lot of feelings about this and like hearing you say these things about yourself and hearing me say these things about myself it's just it's such a beautiful and positive place to be in Mm -hmm. and I'm just weepy about that <laughs> that's great yeah. yeah girl I'll sleep on it you cry about it <laughs> great oh share with us okay here's something for everyone share with us something that you have not just learned to like accept about yourself but like really step into and like show the world whether it be crying or how you process things like I want to hear what other people are learning to like embrace about themselves yeah but I do feel like looking at my 30s I feel excited about them I feel like I'm gonna experience more of what I was talking about before like that result of my choices um I feel like I'm gonna have more information about myself um and keep like stepping into who I want to be. Yeah, 30, flirty, and thriving. Mm. <laughs> Never goes out of style. Nope. Not out. I really do envision my 30s, me really having my shit together. <laughs> Business thriving, skin perfect. <laughs> I drink so much water, it's great. <laughs> I drink mass amounts of water. I'm peeing all the time and it's crystal fucking clear. Yes. Just like my mental state. <laughs> crystal fucking clear. Crystal fucking clear. My urine is a metaphor for my life. <laughs> That's our episode for you today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the 20 something podcast. Uh, please feel free to subscribe, like share. You guys can also find us on Instagram at 20.something.podcast. Uh, we really hope that, you know, maybe something in today's episode resonated with you and you felt connected to it. And if you would like to share with us um, anything that you did connect to, please feel free to comment or find us on Instagram and DM us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next time. Stay tuned for bloopers. I'm thinking, and the process of the thinking to the mouth words is not <laughs> computing. <laughs> not compute. My name is Aneta Dzhinsky. <laughs> Welcome to the Twenty Something Podcast. Today we talk about how fucked up we are and how it has affected us in our twenties. <laughs> Please like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs>
thank you so much for listening today, guys. That's our episode for you. Um, (laughs) Okay, I got this. Um, I don't got this. Okay. (laughs) I don't got this. A message for your 20s. I don't don't got this. I don't got this. (laughs) Thank you.